Hey everyone, I hope everyone had a great Monday. I hope we're all having a good start to the week. I wanted to take a moment to talk about two very important ingredients for a life of peace, success, and meaning. Basically, the perfect recipe for a great life. And there are two concepts we're familiar with, but we're going to look at them through a different lens and a focused look. And as you know, through these audios, we talk a lot about emunah, right? The faith that Hashem controls everything and Hashem does only good and Hashem does only what's best for us. But while that might be settled and locked into our brains, it actually isn't enough to leave it at that, right? As we go through our day-to-day lives, we deal with a lot. We deal with a lot of turbulence and ups and downs that really require more than just a mental and emotional acknowledgement of Hashem running the world, right? If a woman is told by a doctor that she has a condition that needs treatment before having children, and she now needs to wait at least six months for the medication to kick in, okay, she acknowledges there's Hashem in the world and that it might all be for the best and will work out in the future, but how does she cope day to day through the painful reality that she needs to deal with now in the present, right? When a, when a young man is trying to build a business, but his product is delayed or his customers are disinterested or his investors are knocking on his door demanding money back and he's the only one dealing with it and he's overworked and overwhelmed. Again, yes, he believes in Hashem. He believes eventually everything will work out and Hashem is in control and it will all eventually be good, God willing. But how does he productively navigate the situation in the present? How does he deal with the gut-wrenching anxiety and stress and pressure he's under to deliver, right? How does a person not get down and depressed knowing he can't support his family? How does a person not get angry and frustrated when diagnosed with a sudden random illness? How do we, every day, deal with the challenges and obstacles and difficulties that hit us every day? And on top of that, how do we continue to work productively? (laughs) How do we continue to live happy, healthy, proactive lives if what we're facing seems impossible? If what we're facing has low odds, even worse, right? Let's say the woman is told there's almost no chance she could fix her condition in less than six months. Let's say the young entrepreneur is facing a capital call or a big bill or a due date deadline that's coming up and it would require a complete miracle for him to get everything together and get what he needs to properly survive the situation. What can we do when statistics say that most businesses fail and most marriages are unhappy and most illness is chronic and that uh, successful businesses are one in a million and that long lasting loyal marriages are one in a million and that being sustainably healthy is super difficult. How can we still be happy in our lives? How can we be motivated and inspired to work and productive in our actions? Thankfully, the answer is kind of simple. doesn't mean it's easy, but there's an easy equation. An easy equation, but difficult to execute. But if mastered, a person will thrive in every area of his or her life. And it's been proved over the millennia. The equation is this. Hishtadlut plus bitachon equals success in everything we ever dreamed of. And we're going to talk about exactly what hishtadlut is and what bitachon is. Because we think we know what they are and what they mean. But we don't really know the extent of it. So hishtadlut plus bitachon equals success in everything we ever dreamed of. Now, both inputs to the equation are crucial. We need hishtadlut and we need bitachon. Without one or the other, success cannot be had. And by the way, that's why the Yetzirah attacks both of them, right? If a person does hishtadlut, let's say a person does, he puts in effort. The Yetzirah takes away his bitachon, his trust and reliance on Hashem. And if the person has bitachon, the Yetzirah goes after the hishtadlut, right? Let's take an example. Let's take the first example where a person has hishtadlut but no bitahon. The person might be working his tail off, but he really believes that his fate is in the hands of his work 
and the work of others, or his health is in the doctor's hands and in the hands of his uh, sticking to the protocol, right? His business success in his mind is in the hands of his work ethic and his employees and his customers, right? So there's no bitahon in this person's life. And unfortunately, what the Yetzirah did here was let the person be productive in his hishtadlut, but then disconnected the person from the source of the real outcome. So he has now put unnecessary effort and work and energy and stress and anxiety and toil onto himself and into what he's doing to produce, when the whole time he could have just produced the same without all the extra pain. Plus, once things get out of control, right, or out of his hands, because we all know how unreliable and imperfect and irrational human beings are, and he's going to be stuck alone to clean up his own mess or his employee's mess or his customer's mess, now he's in trouble. So that's that's that situation of somebody who does his hishtadlut, but he doesn't have the bitachon. Now, let's look at the opposite, because by the way, the opposite is also not pretty. Let's say a person has bitachon, but does little to no hishtadlut. He trusts that Hashem will take care of his health. Or sticking to our example above the business, right? Let's let's talk business. And he sort of, you know, he comes into the office, he monitors things, he answers some emails, he directs some people, and then he goes home. And when issues pop up, okay, he'll pray to Hashem about it. He puts a little effort to try to clean it up and just moves on, right? He puts in the little effort he needs to. Uh, he's not really thinking creatively or thinking proactively or trying to grow in any way or increase his work in any way. And when people get upset or mistakes happen or opportunities come up, okay, he'll casually put in a little bit of minimal effort. He'll thank Hashem and then he'll go home to learn, right? Now in this person's mind, he's focused on good things, thank God, prayer, Torah, spirituality. That's the right way. That's the right thing. And in his mind, at least he's showing up to the office and putting in his work. But He's not actively building and pushing and growing himself for the business in his mind or in his action like he might need to be doing, right? And Chovot Elavavot clearly says in Shara Bitahon that a person cannot rely on his Bitahon if he's not doing his Hishtadlut, which means this person who has great Emunah, he's doing great. He's actually using his Bitahon in a counterproductive, ineffective way if his results are not coming about by real Ishtadlut, right? Bitachon only works when it's paired with Ishtadlut. It's clearly written in the text. So that's another way the Yetzirah attacks. It pushes a person over the line of comfort in his Bitachon to laziness in action. There's a difference between having comfort in Bitachon and laziness in action. A person needs to have Ishtadlut and Bitachon. So what do we do here? How are we supposed to balance it all, right? What exactly is Ishtadlut? And what does it look like for us? What exactly is bitachon and how do we acquire it? Well, let's get into it. Bitachon. Bitachon is reliance on Hashem. It is actively relying on Hashem. It's not just, oh, I believe in Hashem. I know he runs the world. Everything's for the best and we'll all work out and everybody and everything is dandy. No, no, no. That's emunah. That's the bedrock of belief. But that might not help when we're facing the dark abyss of extreme pain and anxiety and stress or struggle with a daily reality that we have to cope with. No, the muscle we need there and the muscle we need to work on there is bitachon, which is the active reminder of and taking action in line with the understanding that Hashem will determine the outcome. Hashem is handling the situation and can make anything happen. What does that mean? A person who is sick can be saved immediately. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what statistics say. I don't care what data or research says. Very simply, it is a spiritual fact. Hashem can bring salvation in the blink of an eye. And we have to believe this and know this and understand this. And I remind ourselves of this. If we need to hear stories from others to believe it, we should read books, right? Like Living Emunah or Ask a Rabbi. 
Uh, if we can, we should reflect in our own lives where we've seen it, where Hashem came through with us in an instant and, and saved us. The point is, it needs no distance for proof. Hashem can turn a situation around instantly. A person can heal from an illness instantly. A person's business can take off instantly. A person's life can improve instantly. I've heard stories where someone with an illness that would need long, difficult treatment had a deeper testing done and found out it was a fluke and not even there. We know of people who struggle to build a business, a business not even worth discussing. And then all of a sudden, a big customer comes in, buys a ton, and the business takes off. Hashem can make anything happen, anytime. And if we dare think those are all coincidences or free will, coincidence in the case of the doctors making a mistake, let's say, or free will in the case of a buyer, we're making a big mistake. Because Hashem uses people and their free will as agents to fulfill His will. So in the realm of Hashem's power, nature is not just nature, and free will is not just free will. They are vehicles that Hashem uses in natural cause and effect orders to make stuff happen. And we need to understand this and learn this and practice this and preach this. And, and a highly recommended read Ishara Bitahon. Get the get the Yaffa family art scroll edition. It has it all in there down to the detail. The commentary is phenomenal. I'll post it in the chat. Um, but but it's incredible. So Bitahon is again the understanding and the reminding of ourselves when we're stressing in work, struggling in business. How am I gonna take off? How am I gonna launch all of this in time with all my limited resources? How am I gonna sell enough to hit my yearly quota? How, how, how? We remind ourselves Hashem can make anything happen in an instant. Hashem can make everyone suddenly work in flow. Hashem can make customers have buying opportunities come up and they come to you to buy. Hashem can make your product hit a trend and take off and go viral. Hashem can make anything happen. You just need to know that and believe that. And of course, do his which we'll talk about soon. With health, a person might be struggling with questions. How can I heal if I'm so entrenched in this condition? How can I improve quickly if I've had this condition for decades? How can I improve if following the doctor's protocol perfectly is impossible and above human nature? If the medication is too strong for me to take in the doses I need to, how am I supposed to heal without the medication? Because at the end of the day, Hashem doesn't need any medicine. Hashem doesn't need perfection. Hashem could heal us in a second without anything. In fact, Shara Bitachon goes so far as to prove, and I'm not saying claim, prove that Hashem could heal a person person with poison. Again, we just need Hishtadlut and Bitahon. Then the rest will come. But the point is, every day, all day, throughout the day, as we face our challenges, we need to remind ourselves, tell ourselves, explain to ourselves, bang this concept into our brains and minds until it penetrates deep in our hearts. Hashem is ruling the world. Hashem is running my life. Hashem is managing my affairs. And Hashem can do anything and get me out of any situation and put me into any situation. Yeshuat Hashem keheref ayin. The salvation of Hashem comes in the blink of an eye. I need not fear because Hashem is here. And I need not shed tears because Hashem is near. Hashem can change my situation in a second. I don't know when that second is, and that's not up to me. I have to have emunah that Hashem knows the best timing for me and that this is now for my best. But if I have bitachon and do ishtadlut, salvation will come. Bottom line. Great, so that's bitachon, right? Rely on Hashem, rely on Hashem, rely on Hashem. Your biggest customer bails on you, rely on Hashem to deliver your income. A medicine stops working, rely on Hashem to deliver your health. Your employees quit on you, rely on Hashem to give you the resourcefulness to move forward. Your doctor retires, rely on Hashem to send you another guiding light. Rely on Hashem, rely on Hashem, rely on Hashem. The Baal Shem Tov talks about endless stories of men of old with insane amounts of bitachon where they were literally on their way to pay off a debt that was due that moment without any money in hand. And their deep, strong bitachon resulted in miraculous situations that got them their money minutes before due. And today I've even heard stories from rabbis where literally the day that they owed the bank money and their employees money, 
big yeshivas in Israel and they had no money hours before the days closed, they got the exact number they needed. Either through a random donor that showed up or a donor that was supposed to contribute that never did until now. We got to believe this. Yeshua Hashem The salvation of Hashem comes in the blink of an eye. Great. Next. And again, by Shahra Bitachon. I'll, I'll post the link. We also, fun fact, have a Spotify class series on it. I'll post that too. Next. Hishtadlut. We said a person cannot rely on his bitachon if he's not doing hishtadlut. So what is hishtadlut? At a basic level, it's our effort. It's the energy and power we have to put in and put behind ourselves to make things happen. This means physical hishtadlut, mental hishtadlut, and spiritual hishtadlut. Let's go one by one. Physical hishtadlut. Physical hishtadlut is simply taking action, getting things done. With health, this means doing healthy things. With business, it means working doing what it takes to make action easier. We should have goals, right? We must have a vision. Who do we want to be? What do we want to do? And where do we want to go? But, and this is the key here, but we cannot let the result possess us. We cannot be fixated and obsessed with and focused on only the result or else we're going to burn out on the long, difficult journey getting there. Or we're going to get discouraged when we fall on hard times, right? We have to be focused on and obsessive with the work to get there. We just got to keep doing the right things, keep making healthy decisions, keep going to the office. And as long as we're putting in the work and we're doing more of the right things than the wrong things, then that's what will assure us that our hishtadlut is of the caliber necessary to receive from heaven. Like we said, Havot Avot writes, when can a person rely on his emunah and bitachon to get through his life? When can a person rely on his bitachon and Hashem that he'll receive what's meant to receive, what he's meant to receive when he does his hishtadlut? So we just need to make sure we're doing our hishtadlut. And hishtadlut doesn't just mean working when we feel good or working when we feel like it. It doesn't mean putting in the effort on sunny days only when we're, when we're feeling the flow. It's also working on the difficult days, working when it gets hard and letting our emunah keep us going during the hard times. That with time, Hashem will deliver and we are doing our best. That's what we need to remember. On the good days, the work's easy because we're flowing. Those days we should take advantage and build momentum. But when the hard days come, we need to lean on emunah and accept where we are. This is where we are. This is where we're meant to be right now. It's hard, it's uncomfortable, it's painful, but this is the bridge to better days. It's the hard days when we don't feel committed that we need to remind ourselves that commitment isn't a feeling. It doesn't matter if we don't feel committed. Commitment is an action. So we have to stay committed and keep going despite feeling scared or uncomfortable or fill in whatever blank. Now that can be scary. How do we know we have what it takes? How do we know that we have it in us to overcome what we're facing and achieve what we're shooting for? First of all, it's a spiritual fact that we were created specifically and specially the way we are to achieve a unique mission on earth. And Hashem has equipped all that good stuff within us, the spiritual, mental, and psychological, and emotional, and physical qualities, and tools, and skills necessary to achieve that mission. And it just comes down to us discovering them, tapping into them, and optimizing them, which comes about through everything we've been talking about in this podcast, by the way, getting our bodies, minds, and souls right. But once we understand that we are equipped to do great things, that we are stronger than we think, tougher than we think, smarter than we think, and the internal dialogue inside of us that tells us we're not is the yetzer hara, right? The mean, abusive, lying, weak, evil inclination that tries to stop us on our journeys up. We can ignore the negative voice, ignore the negative internal dialogue, dismiss the yetzer hara, and focus on emunah, knowing that Hashem made us perfect the way we are with everything we need to achieve our potential and the skills and strength required for us to do our hishtadlut are within us. And all the anxiety-ridden thoughts 
that say it's impossible, it's low odds, it's difficult, it's embarrassing, right? The voice that makes you care or worry about what other people think or what other people are saying or what other people are doing. That's your Yetzirah trying to disconnect you from your flow state and from your higher soul and from Hashem. The reality is you are incredible. You are an amazing human being. You are an infinite spark of fire, a blazing flame of potential. And if we start using our blind faith in Hashem and in ourselves and in our potential to drown out the negative thinking and catastrophizing that the Yetzirah is trying to drown us in, we will start to win. So that's physical hishtadlut, the actual doing. So what's mental hishtadlut? Mental hishtadlut is preparing our minds to optimize our ability to do the hishtadlut. What does that mean? Making our mind a sanctuary of strength, a beacon of power. Our mind is like a mission control room, right? Because a strong mind means a strong foundation, a strong director that guides our hishtadlut. Not to plug, but my book, The Thriver's Toolbox, talks specifically about this element, right? How to optimize and strengthen our minds. It's on Amazon. I'll post the link. So number one, we have to get our minds right. We have to cut out the etzerera. We can't plant good positive seeds until we cut out the destructive killer weeds, right? We need to change the way we think and the way we speak because they feed each other. And by the way, the way we think and the way we speak ultimately lead to what we believe, how we behave, and the habits and routines we develop which ultimately result in our lives. So we need to be clear to know what we need to get done and set our minds to it. And we need to stop saying one day. We need to stop saying one day and start saying day one. That's it. No more procrastinating. Today's day one. We start today with something somewhere. It doesn't matter. And when it gets uncomfortable or difficult or we fall or fail, we just say, great. It's not about the result. And it's not about today. It's about the work. And it's about the progress. We don't care about the destination. We care about the journey. It isn't the result that's going to make us who we are. It's the process. So we need to learn to love the process and let go of the outcome. Because guess what? Hashem determines the outcome anyway. The Yetzirah wants us to obsess with the outcome because the Yetzirah knows if we do obsess with the outcome, we won't be able to handle the journey to it because we will be so discouraged from how far we are from our desired result that we're not going to do it. Meanwhile, what did we say? It's nonsense. Yeshuat Hashem ke'erif ayin. Hashem can give us what we want instantly, in a minute, in the blink of an eye. All we have to do is do hishtadlut and have bitahon. So what does the Yetzirah try to do? Take away our bitahon and stop our hishtadlut. So we need to wake up every day and say, Modeh ani, to thank Hashem for believing in us and for giving us life. Next, we have to believe in ourselves. Realize we have what it takes. And if we feel afraid or sad or angry or lonely or uncomfortable, we need to remember these feelings are just like passing clouds that shouldn't determine the action we take that day. If we have an appointment to get to that's very important, do we, uh, do we stop if it's raining or snowing or windy? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the weather is. We're going, right? If we stub our toe and it throbs and it hurts, we still go on with our day eventually, right? So same thing here. If we wake up feeling anxious, it's the etzerara. We keep going. We keep rolling and remind ourselves commitment is action. And bravery is in fearlessness. Bravery is action taken in the face of fear. So it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to feel terrible. <laughs> the question is, what would we do if we weren't afraid, if we didn't feel terrible? And then that's what we need to do. We need to push. And we need to remind ourselves everything is from Hashem and our only job is to try our best and do whatever it takes within our abilities. And what happens on the path of Hishtadlut? As we take on our day, things will happen to discourage us and the Yetzirah will try to stop us, but keep going. Keep the action rolling and the progress itself will make us feel happy about ourselves. Progress brings happiness in life. Growth brings meaning and fulfillment. And it's just small, small steps, small progress is enough. And remember, everything's temporary. Your crisis at work, temporary. Your health condition that's acting up, temporary. Any struggle, this too shall pass. It doesn't feel like when you're in it, right? Like if God forbid someone has a fever or a stomach virus, it's like you think you're scared it's gonna last forever. No, this too shall pass. 
So put in the work and do the right thing regardless. If we're tired, push to hit the gym. If we're lazy, push to make the sales calls. If we're anxious, push to do it what they do to learn Torah. Just keep rolling. And when something difficult happens, shake it off and say emunah. I'm relying on emunah. Um, I have emunah that maybe tahor and hishtadut's gonna work. I'm doing my hishtadut, Hashem's gonna handle the rest. Right? The Torah says, Noten lechem lekol basar. Hashem guarantees that every person will receive his sustenance. We are guaranteed. We're guaranteed that if we do ishtadut and have true, real bitachon in Hashem, it will come. So remind ourselves that it will come. All we need to do is keep pushing. And that's, that's the concept behind mental ishtadut. It's making sure that our minds are right. And I'm going to tell a quick story about the Baal Shem Tov that, 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 that expresses this and, and, and shows this. One day, the Baal Shem Tov was standing outside his house with his disciples. And there was a local named Heikel. He was a water carrier. And he was coming down the street with two heavy pails of, of water on his shoulders. And when Heikel approached, it was very clear from his face, he was very unhappy. So Baal Shem Tov asked him, how are you doing today, Rabbi Heikel? And Heikel answered, I'm not going to sin by lying. Rabbi Baal Shem Tov, I'm feeling miserable. My strength is less every day. And uh, my customers uh, have a new custom. They're building houses on these hillsides. And it's so hard for me to climb all the way up. I'm lugging these two heavy buckets and my livelihood is suffering and I'm not making such a living, much of a living these days. And it's very difficult. It's terrible. And he continued on his way with his head down. He was, he was upset. The next day, the Baal Shem Tov again, standing with his disciples outside his house. And again, same time, they saw Heikel coming along with his two full buckets of water on his shoulders, heading to his customers. As he approached, all of a sudden, they see a happy, contented look on his face. He looks thrilled. So Baal Shem Tov says, how are you today, uh, Reb Heikel? And he says, he smiles and he, and he says, Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Baal Shem Tov, God forbid that I should complain about Hashem. Everything's fine with me. There's nothing a person can't get used to. When I was young, these two water buckets felt so heavy and tired me out. But now, thank God, I no longer even feel their weight. They're like two feathers on my shoulders. I'm, I'm just happy that God gives me the strength to help my fellow Jews and bring them the water they need and earn a living. So now after he left, the Baal Shem Tov says to his disciples, you see this? Check this out. It's as if there's two heikels. It's as if there's two, two, two of the same person, two different versions, right? It's the same person, the same pair of water buckets, the same houses high on the hillsides. Yet look how different the heikel of today is from the heikel of yesterday, right? When he's dissatisfied, he grumbles and complains and he feels he has no strength left. But when he's content with his lot, he blesses and praises Hashem and he feels like he has strength and he could serve people. The end of the day, it's Heichel's lot in life to be a water carrier, but it's his decision every day whether he'll labor, labor joyfully at his work or, God forbid, drudge away in bitterness and misery, groaning and complaining about his difficulties. And what does the Baal Shem Tov conclude with? And I love this. He says, you might think, yesterday Heichel had a bad day and today he had a good day. Baal Shem Tov says, that's not true. I tell you, there's no good times and bad times. There are only happy times and sad times. For everything that God does is for good, it only depends on how we receive it. So what's the lesson? Okay, we might think there's good days, bad days. No, no, no. There's days and there's events in the days. How we receive it will determine how we feel and how we are in that, in that moment. So, so that's, that's, the, that's the mental hishtadut. That's, it's, it's, it's learning to train our minds. We learn. There's no good days and bad days. There's days with ups and downs. We have to work hard to remind ourselves, regardless of the day, Hashem's in control. We have to remind ourselves to fight to stay positive and keep doing the right things. Then things will work themselves out and the results will come of themselves. Why? Because we do hishtadut and have bitahon and rely on Hashem. The unreliable become reliable, the imperfect become perfect, and the irrational become rational. Because we and others and all people involved in Hashem's awesome plan become Hashem's agents and help us uh, achieve our desired and destined outcomes. So that's mental hishtadlut, preparing our minds and spirits for the journey. Lastly, is spiritual hishtadlut. We need to pray. We need to pray hard 
and strong and cry out to Hashem. We need to beg Hashem for mercy. Beg Hashem to help us with our stadlut. That we're effective, that we're efficient, that we perform. We need to beg Hashem. Please Hashem, give us emunah. We need to beg Hashem to give us bitahon and help us completely rely on Him. We need to beg Hashem to help us rely only on Him and to help us stay happy and grateful and positive and strong during our difficult journeys. And of course, we can ask Hashem for the results we seek, right? And to help us see what's good for us and why what's happening currently is good for us. That's the spiritual hishtadlut. Also including other things like Torah study and mitzvot and doing kind deeds. Nothing means more to Hashem than us struggling through the vicissitudes of everyday life while remaining tightly holding to Him. Right? And, and, and our service to him, cleaving with every part of us to, to Hashem's helping hand, begging him for help and, and asking him to, 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 to put, his, put his reliance to work. Right? And of course, like we said before, pondering and analyzing and recommitting to full reliance on and trust in Hashem. Hashem, we, we, we should say, Hashem, I love you. I know I'm reacting in a very difficult way. This is hard for me and I'm struggling to stay the course, but I know it's for my best. I trust it's only for my good. And Hashem, I, I thank you for this and everything in my life. I just need your help overcoming this. Please help me succeed through this. Help me rise above this and open my eyes and help me see the path forward. Help me make the right decisions and make good decisions and have the strength and energy to take good action. Help me be who I need to be and think the way I need to think to succeed. We need to cry out to Hashem believing and knowing that Hashem wants to help us. And that Hashem can help us and will help us in an instant. And when we're finished crying out, when we're done praying, we return to our daily lives of doing a hishtadlut and relying on Hashem and accepting everything with emunah. And we deal with the discomfort, right? We deal with the turbulence, remembering it's all temporary. This too shall pass. And we are growing in the meanwhile. So... The recipe for success and peace and love in life, right, to succeed in everything we put our minds to is hishtadlut plus bitachon. Hishtadlut is the physical hishtadlut of doing what we need to do to get the job done. Mental hishtadlut of using mental, emotional, and psychological tactics to keep our minds straight and strong. And spiritual hishtadlut is praying and crying out to Hashem and connecting through Torah and mitzvot to keep our emunah and bitachon rolling. And, and, and bitachon, which is the second piece of this equation, is remembering the fact, the truth, the reality that Hashem is completely in control. And Hashem can make anything happen anytime, with any time frame He wishes, against any and all odds, at the wink of an eye. And that Hashem wants to, uh, and He will, at the right time. And with that knowledge, and with practice, and with hard work, we will achieve success in all areas of life. Of course, difficult work, uncomfortable work, we didn't say it's easy, but it's effective, and it's guaranteed. I recommend reading Living Emunah by Rabbi David Asher for great stories. I recommend reading Shara Bitachon by Rabbi Bahia. Uh, the Art Scroll Edition, and I recommend reading, sorry for the plug here, Thriver's Toolbox, all are on Amazon. I wish us all the best of luck in our lives and on our journeys, and God willing, we will be complete in our Hishtadlut, we will be complete in our Bitachon, and achieve all our greatest dreams. Amen. Good night.